0: No one's laughing, Myra said. Tough crowd. Hold this, she said, unclipping a lamp from her belt. Move to the bar, then sweep across the tables and end on the stage, she told him. Don't get too far ahead of me. Who are you ordering about? His voice was a little slurred. He had drunk a bulb of Perceive before they'd left her place. You? she said. She turned the specs directly on him. He reached into his breast pocket. I brought you something. He withdrew a small box and held it out to her. Puzzled, she opened it. It contained a little horse made of black glass. A tiny white blaze gleamed on its face. I had Val make it for you, Carrie said. He's getting good, isn't he? He clearly intended it to mean something, but given how free Carrie was with gifts, there was no way to know what. Just as quickly as her heart rose, she pushed it down. It's lovely. She kissed him on the cheek. Thank you. She set the little box on a table. Let's do this. All right. They ran through a tour of the wreckage, then did it again for good measure. Myra shot some inserts, a shard of broken glass glinting in the dust, a spray of dried blood on the edge of an overturned table, a constable's baton in the shadows by the stage. Kerry grew bored long before Myra was ready to quit. He wasn't really a member of the discussion group, just a man a lot of members had slept with or wished they had. He rubbed two fingers across the floor and smeared grime across his nose. Hey, Myra, help me out. Do I have dirt on my nose? She came over and peered into his face. I can't see anything worth paying attention to. You need to look more closely. He took the specks from her face and placed them on a table. He put his hands on her waist and pulled her to him. The kiss went on for a while, his tongue flicking lightly over hers, delicate, not forcing. She never ceased to be astonished that he wanted her. Still, it was no fun if it was too easy. So when his hand slipped into the back of her pants, Myra pushed him away. He lost his balance, but graceful as always, landed on his hands and bounced back up. She snatched a chair and held it between them. Get back. Faster than she could react, Carrie seized a chair leg and twisted it out of her hands. She turned. He caught her shoulders. As they fell, he flipped around so that she landed on top of him. Myra grabbed his hair with both hands and pulled his face to hers, wrapping her legs around him. Their teeth bumped and she cut her lip. She laughed. She pulled off her shirt, and he suspended her in the air, kissing her breasts, her belly. When they had her pants off, he nipped the inside of her thigh with his teeth, a sharp little stab of lovely pain. And then his warm mouth was on her, and she leaned back on the gritty stage with her fingers in his hair, pressing his head down into her. After Myra had come, they lay beside each other, She leaned over him and bit his nipple. Now he didn't wait. He was on her, sliding into her, at first rough and insistent, but then slowing. He put his hand, fingers splayed, onto her belly and pushed down on it as they moved together, gradually rolling into a rhythm. Carrie became more insistent. She could hear his breaths, and it built and built until he shuddered and came, and she did again, both of them spontaneously bursting into laughter. She rested her head on his shoulder, in the circle of his right arm. He was warm, and he smelled good. She placed the fingertips of her right hand against those of his left. Her hands were so much smaller than his, and darker. They might have been different species, Her mother would have told her how risky it was to get attached to a man.